0: You're listening to the Good Samaritan Anglican Church Podcast. The following sermon was preached by the Reverend Stephen Edwards on September 29, 2019. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus told a parable saying, There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen, and who feasted sumptuously every day, and at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off, He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
1: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning, everyone. Great day to be at Good Samaritan Anglican Church. That God always leads us into worship and to praise of Him, praise of His Son, and His Word that rests upon our hearts and our minds to transform us into the likeness of Christ. And it is to this that we have been called, and it is to this that we welcome and give our thanks. And it's to this, that we continue to look to the Lord to lead us and guide us and change us, that His will be done in our lives and upon this earth as it is in heaven. So we heard from our gospel this morning, Abraham responding to the pleas of the rich man in Hades. So Abraham was responding to him and saying in verse 25, he replied, son, remember that in your lifetime you received good things. And this is somewhat to say that he lacked for nothing. He was satisfied in life. He had everything he thought that he needed, everything that was important to him, he seemed to have. He was self-reliant. He thought he depended on no one but himself. His needs were met and fulfilled. And he sought after nothing that this means his riches didn't provide for. But it begs the question of us, what do we seek after? What is our goal? Are we self-satisfied? Are we self-reliant? Do we represent the resources the words and the provision and the blessings of Christ. Now, the poor man, on the other hand, Lazarus, her gospel said that he received bad things. But while Lazarus received bad things, but now he is comforted here. So he received bad things. He longed to eat from the abundance, from the scraps of the rich man's table. It said in verse 19 that, that he was laid at the gate. He was a beggar and he was laid at the gate of the rich man. And he was covered with sores. So it was obviously disease and a need of help, a need of treatment, a need of healing, a need of comfort. And we hear that he was laid there, it means that he, he may have even, was probably even crippled or lacked the strength just to move about on his own. And we don't really know the background, but were the people bringing him here just to get rid of him from their neighborhood, from their sight to see this suffering? Where did they bring him? Maybe as well to think, well, here's a man with the ability at least to help. Maybe he'll help him. We don't really know that for sure, but it could be either and or both of those things. He's longing to eat that which fell from the rich man's table. And the only care that we see he received was from the dogs, from the animals. They licked his sores. So he needed treatment, he needed comfort, he needed healing. He lacked mobility. His his daily necessities, his needs were not being met. As a beggar, then, it means that we know that he did seek to help, hope for the mercy of others, for the mercy of God, for God to to send someone to help him to meet his needs, needs that he was not able of his own resource to meet. Well, how are our needs met? I would say that we're all blessed not to be in in that severity of, of, of need. But our needs are met by the grace and the anointing of God, are they not? God is our resource. So how do we use those resources, that blessing? Those blessings, those resources could be spiritual. They could be financial, they could be comfort, fellowship. We enjoy love from the Lord, and this is what we are called to do is to love others. That in this love with others, we would show that love. Our deed would be to be compassionate and to show mercy and to be a help to others. their lives are more than just food and water and shelter and although these are critical to our well-being, but are we merciful with the provisions that God grants us His gifts to us? How do we use these things that we have to stave off material, spiritual and emotional needs of others? Do we show the love and compassion that God has for His people? Do we share that and show that with others? And I know that the Holy Spirit often searches our conscience and He would reveal the answer to that question, would reveal to you and me many ways in which we are merciful, many ways in which we show compassion, many ways in which we show and we share the gifts that God has given us. God alerts us we say the Holy Spirit even quickens us to those needs in others for compassion and comfort in our midst to give comfort to all those who suffer we we may be called and there may be a need for someone who is sick or is bedridden or has been injured who lacks that mobility we are share we are being merciful when we share God's love with them, when we share in them with fellowship and our common bond as Christians who love God and are united in that as His body. This is one of the greatest ways we have of being merciful, by just showing that we care, being there with someone to comfort them and to lift them up, that holy fellowship. You know, we, I re- reminded from Matthew, When John's disciples, John was in prison at the time, and his disciples came to Jesus to ask whether he was the Messiah. And I mention this because this is the Messiah, this is the Jesus whom we are to represent by our love and our ministry to others. So it said in Matthew chapter 11, when John heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, go back and report to John that you hear and see that the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached by the poor. We must give ourselves over to the needs of others in prayer and in person. And as Jesus is with us, we are anointed by the Holy Spirit, that people are healed, that people are transformed and in this, and in this process, we carry Jesus with us. Jesus is ever with us. and we bring Jesus into the midst of this situation. The one who can do all these things has all the resources of heaven that are brought to bear into any circumstance. We are the ones sent by Christ to stand in that gap until his return. Those that, that are in need, they may be known to us or they may be strangers. Either way, those in need shouldn't have to earn our trust They don't just need to be our best friends, and although we don't withhold anything from our friends either, but they don't need to earn our trust, necessarily our favor, or their way into our good graces. Our church often serves, is a place of refuge for those in need. Somewhat for us, even a safe place that we can feel comfortable because it's our home. It is our home and we accept into our home Strangers, the lost, the hurt, the suffering. That they can be brought into the presence of God and receive from the bounty of his love and his riches and his mercy for all his people. So I encourage you to continue to participate as you do in the ministries of the church purpose of these ministries of the church is to show God's love and compassion and to bring people into that storehouse of his riches his love that comes with his presence in a relationship with him Jesus is telling this parable of Lazarus and the rich man he is teaching us the way of God for those that are in need for those whom, for whom he gave himself, his very life. He gave undeserved favor of God for those in need, those in need of a savior. He is a savior for all men. All those who do not have him within their own means. We don't have the means to save ourselves, regardless of what our riches may or may not be, our salvation is a gift of the Lord. And in that relationship, we are blessed and we are called to share that blessing and that relationship and to bring others into it. They would desire the reason for the joy in their hearts that is evident in the things that we do and evident in the ways in which we deal with, with struggles and with problems because we know that their Lord is the answer in everything. God, grace and mercy, God's grace and mercy and favor for those who have left. The very treasure of heaven, the Son of God. If we listen to this lesson we heard not too long ago from Luke 14. So Jesus said this to his host, when you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. And although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Now, again, I mention this as our home. Many of us are probably not equipped within our home to invite more than maybe our neighbor or the family that we have that kind of overruns and overfills our place. But that is why, again, we have our church home where people can be brought. We have fellowship meals. We have the Eucharist every Sunday where we commune with God. We have many outlets, we have our food giveaway, we have our scouts, we have all these things for young and old. And most of all, we, we know the glory and the presence of God and we pray for and offer this to others. So again, our, our church home is a place where, again, we, we are allowed, we have that place of refuge for people that they can come, and all of us as one body can minister together and help one another. Jesus is the love of God unbound. And true righteousness does not seek favor or reward for the things that we do, for the use of God's gift and his provision, but the fulfillment of his call of us for gentleness and mercy toward those in need. We are rich in so many ways, uniquely blessed. We receive gifts from the Holy Spirit for ministry and for charity and for provision for others. We have in us and for us all the blessing of heaven in Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. I'm reminded the words of St. Francis, credited to St. Francis, who said, preach the gospel everywhere, always and everywhere, using words if necessary. This is a call to action on behalf of those in need to be the hands and feet and the voice of love of Christ for all his people. We, we are and are called to be and joined together in the gospel of love and caring for one another for God's people. Now for those of us that are a little more stubborn, and slow of heart to get this message of Jesus, we had this series of woes and warnings for Amos. No, woe is just kind of an impending badness to come. Uh, So he said, woe to you who are complacent. Complacent means, eh, they were just satisfied with things. In this instance, we're, we're talking about those who were rich and were powerful. So they had their needs met, they felt secure. Woe to you who are complacent and to you who feel secure. Most notable men in the foremost nation, these are people of power and the ability and the authority, they're they're safe. Their own needs are met. They have the opportunity to help others. And it talks about them. You know, I wondered what were riches like? We talked about a rich man. We all have an envision of what rich is to us. But this gave a good example. They, we talked about you lie on beds inlaid with ivory. Well, they lie on couches, which means comfort and leisure. If they're not out working, working, working. They they're, they're, have time of leisure. They dine on the choice lambs and fattened calves. They drink wine by the bowlful. But do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. These people are, are warned. The prophet Amos, the, the, the nation was pretty prosperous at that time and felt pretty secure. And they saw the security in themselves, as the ones who were powerful and had the authority. The prophet Amos proclaimed this. And yet again, these people had the abundance, resource and power to do something, but had no concern for those that lacked it. We had the encouragement from the Holy Spirit through Paul to Timothy, shared with us. It talked about in the chapter just before the verse, just before we read, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, well, we've heard that. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And this is where it, in ours it begins, but you, men of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. And this is again what we're being called to do for others on the behalf of God, to be those hands and feet and voices of others, of of God unto others. And it says, specifically addressing the rich, it's the encouragement for the rich. Being rich is not a sin, in a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of life that is truly life. So we pray, Lord God, that you would bless us and lead us in the use of all the resources, the resources and treasures of heaven and earth. All are yours, Lords, and they're open to us and our Lord Jesus Christ, to the fulfillment of his will and his blessing for us and for others. So come as we reason together and consider together the call of God upon our lives and the means he grants us to fulfill it. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy
0: Spirit. Amen. This has been a production of Good Samaritan Anglican Church in Middleburg, Florida. For more sermons, sermon notes, and information about our congregation, please visit www.goodsamaritananglican.org slash sermons. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please subscribe and leave us a review with your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening. God bless you.